Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Cornering the Market from Collector's Corner. My name is P. You may know me online as Aston. I'm joined by my co-host and great friend, Jared, who you may know online as Jared underscore pause. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm living the dream. I'm I'm busy as all get out, but it's it's more invigorating, you know, building, as you know, setting the foundations for some some really great things. I'm just overly excited, man. Just just can't wait to to make some announcements and continue to grow the legacies that are eight nap and collector's corner. Likewise, likewise. For folks who are wondering what 8NAP is, uh, here is Jared's Twitter profile. You can always DM him. He's the founder of the 8NAP Digital Asset Fund if you want exposure to NFTs uh, in your investment portfolio. And uh, also, he's the founding 8NAP Art, which is a new generative art platform. More details on that and min passes for sale. And really quickly, here's me. I also have a premium service for really serious collectors and investors of digital art. So if you want to take the reins yourself and get some advice on how to navigate the Web3 art market, that's what I do. It's Collectors Corner Premium. Please DM me if you're interested in that. Here is our Twitter. Please give us a follow, like. It helps us a lot. And here is our newsletter, which is now 100% free. So... Sign up for it. We have more stories in here than we can cover during these episodes. We'll also have a tweet thread out. It's on YouTube. It's on podcasts. We're everywhere because we want to get the news to you. And one quick apologies. I am traveling, so I don't have my normal microphone set up. So apologies for the audio quality today. And we have to boogie because we got to get Jared out of here. So let's jump right in. Jared, what is the the vibe you're seeing in the market? I, I think the vibe is pretty consistent. Um, I, I, I like it consistent as in last week. I think people are being very uh deliberate with their expenditures not just sloshing it around which you know i I gotta imagine for the the long term is a good thing meaning there's a a flight to the things that you're looking to collect truly hold on to and appreciate rather than just flip and throw around um you know and we'll get into it with the mopons lease but or release but overall i feel like the right people are here to set the foundation for the next run up and it's it's really weeded out some of the the bad actors and and we, we just got a really great community man not only in collector's corner but just i think in generative art so i'm bullish i just don't know the the, the long-term uh timeline for that to explode overall likewise likewise and and there continues to be positivity despite the volatility in bitcoin and ethereum in my opinion and it does feel like the web3 art side continues to be excited with more really great collections and more I mean, just really great art coming out. It's hard not to be excited when the product continues to be strong. So I am bullish there for sure. Uh, although in the short term, we we may see some less liquidity and lower prices. We'll, we'll have to see the market is crazy, as we know. And speaking of the market, let's hit the uh, Ethereum generative art side. What are you seeing over there, Jared? So there's not anything like crazy notable. No autoglyphs, no fidenzas this week, but... I was really encouraged because, you know, one of the the wallets I track is Rudia, if you want to track it or look at it, but it's Rudy Adler. And he's rotated some of his ringers out into like what I thought are really indicative of like where he sees the market going. Uh, been a big buyer of the recent distance drop by William upon rotated into a couple chrono photos and, and obviously a big collector of 
the Vera Molnar themes and variations. So I think then there's, it's um th- th- that's an interesting play, just something I'm tracking. But some he you know sold some bigger pieces to rotate into these, which I think is part of the diversification and taking profit strategy. Don't know it for sure, just purely speculative on my end. But overall, really beautiful monocolor purple meridian. I thought that was really cool. Archetypes are starting to see a little bit of buying coming in, and I think the, some validation of that floor. Lots of memories. I saw a really beautiful velvet rotate into a flipper's hand because it just got relisted on a, a Weath sale. And then, uh, you know, just overall, I think uh, re- still good volume in Winds of Yanawa. A little bit of a pullback if you're purely looking at a, a floor play. Uh, I find that kind of interesting leading up to the reveal here in 16 days, 15 days from uh, when this gets published. But, you know, overall, uh, it, it's good to see that capital is being spread across a lot of stuff and that uh, buyers are, are showing up. It, it was, I thought it was a really good week uh, for, for volume overall. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we'll get a little bit more of a sense of that. when we look at squiggles and, and friendship bracelets. Well, excellent update. I love it. Um, really interesting to see how that rotation continues on the FX hash side. We, are seeing another, uh, you know, what I call low normal volume for the bear market. And, uh, you know, Jared, you actually started this. We kind of look at how many of these collections are getting over a thousand Tezos in secondary volume in the week. We had seven of those this week, which is about low normal, I would say. A couple sales really uh, mostly focused on the blue chip collections that have been identified, but a good mix of new things came in. This this release, uh, Rissa Naza, uh, by White Cross, uh, really was a new one that that was well loved. Uh, same as Remains by Ecker. Um, some notable sales, uh, really, just a couple of collections that I I think are excellent. Uh, there were two sales here on Asakia, some nice ones. Uh, collection offers, really, people are, are capitulating on these these sales, which is fantastic for collectors. Um, we had we had a couple uh, kinder Garden Monument sale as well. Again, offers this fantastic blue one showing on screen, but nothing too crazy or notable on the FX hash side. Let's uh, throw it over to Squiggles. Jared, um, what did you see in the last week for Squiggles? Similar volume to to last week. We're looking at 282.8 versus 292.6. And conversely, it was really cool. And it was really exciting. At least earlier in the week, you saw the, the floor, place, floor price run up. There's been a little bit of a, a correction for the for the listings, so it's ten point zero versus ten point one, and twenty six sales versus twenty six sales. So really cool. Th- there were no like crazy notable sales, but what I found really interesting was there was a run on fuzzies. I thought they were underappreciated for for some time. I think we made note of that. So the floor ran up to fifteen point six nine. I thought that was uh, really interesting. That um, you know, I think you saw like four or five sales this week. There was a really nice color spread 12 that got sold into a 10 week bid. And I think there was another one for 13.69 that was low color spread, but you know, otherwise oh, good, good blend sucks. of, what's that? I was just going to say this fuzzy at the floor is so good. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. Wow. No, no, no. That's, it's good to point this out. I, I completely agree with you. That one for 15.69 is, is an absolute stunner. Honestly. Um, it, it's, you know, I, I love the fuzzy squiggle. I think it's my favorite, to be honest with you. Um, and it's it's because it has that thousand step between. So you just you get this like compacted color, uh, and and it's just 
you know, some of these low color spread squiggles just almost look like hypers because there's so much uh, dense color in there. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful one at that, but you know, overall great spread of uh, market sales, but a lot of it hitting at the floor. So overall, I think it's a, it's a, it's an invigorating week, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. And, and friendship bracelets really bounce back hard from uh, an awful week with 222 sales versus 72 in the last week. Uh, and, and then uh, the volume was 25 Ether versus 10.8. Floor price did dip to 0.085 versus 0.1, but listings continue to drop to 1300 versus, uh, well, 1309 versus 1394. I'm rounding here. Uh, overall, it's interesting to see that bounce in liquidity. I, it doesn't seem super reflective of the overall market, but um, it is really interesting to see that and to see those listings continue to drop. So not too much to read into there, but for folks who are friends or fans of friendship bracelets like I am uh, and holders, it's interesting to trend that one for sure. Do a uh, release recap over here while OpenSea tries to load the Exxon collection distance by William Upon. It really, it was a 24 hour mint for those on the allow list. So it finished releasing uh, yesterday, September 13th. Uh, it was a, a bit of a high mint price for the current market at two ether, but all 250 pieces sold. Floor price uh, really got up to about three ether, but it hasn't had a crazy amount of volume. It's now at 2.57 as uh, someone is looking to exit. Mentioned Rudy Adler and really all the big names seem to have been on the allow list. So a fantastic job to the folks at LACMA and Cactoid Labs for distributing this to folks who, who really wanted it. Um, and it's it's really compelling art, uh, a lot more variety than people thought might come out of it based on the, the previews and the collection size. But yeah, uh, you know, Jared, you and I are both holders. We chatted with Mapan about this, so we're obviously biased, but I'm a really big fan of the texture and what he's done here. It feels like he's really evolving code painting. Love to hear your thoughts, uh, anything on, on this release uh, or the art. Yeah, I think that first off, uh, really huge congrats to to everyone involved upon Cactoid Labs and, and LC. Uh, another brilliant drop. I mean, honestly, Cactoid Labs is really stepping up to drop some of probably the best, some of, I'm not saying the, but some of the best projects this year uh, and this being one of them. I think that where this project struggles is viewing it on screen, you don't get an appreciation for how much beauty is really captured in this. So I think this is, um, and, and I say that as a compliment, meaning that it's just, it's so stunning. Some of the, some of the palettes that came out were absolutely amazing. Uh, the Paris palette in particular is absolutely mind blowing to me. It's so, so good. Uh, sadly, there's only eight of them in the collection, but overall, man, I think the, the, the texture here is incredible i think that as people are able to really dig into it and not just view it on mobile or a, a laptop you'll you'll see just how amazing it really can be and for that you know to me it's just a another data point of it you know i got lucky with the mints for me got some really really amazing pieces uh and then a little interesting thing is you know uh one of my pieces uh 212 specifically is a really cool, like depending on the browser, the image is actually different. So on mobile, it looks one way. And then on Chrome, it's another. So I lied. 
two one two is not mine. It's uh maybe <laughs> one two two. I'm dyslexic hey, today. If, one if, two if, two. If, if your mama's ETH, no no one's gonna judge you. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't, 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 don't go. <laughs> one two two, sorry. One oh, I did one one two. Yeah, no, it's all good. So that's what yeah, really you know, and, and this is actually I'm glad you're bringing that up, Jared. Because people may not know when you actually click into it, not when you look at the thumbnail and you let it load, you click on the image and then you can use your browser keys, your left and right keys to see the different layers that make up the, uh, the, you know, the image itself all the way down to the actual composition. So it's really interesting to see how he thinks about it. And here's the sketch version of yours here. And then, um, you know, for this browser uh, dis discrepancy that you're talking about, what some people have noticed is some browsers, rather than showing the final layer, they show, you know, perhaps one or you know, one of the different layers. And, and that might be what's going on. But either way. Uh, In the one on screen, that circle that's shown as purple on, on this browser it shows up as, as blue. There's layers of yellow that show up. Like it, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's like, I, I think it's, you know, I look at it as a feature uh, within the art. I think that that's, it gives it to me, it gives the the art a whole different characteristic. I think AC had the the same, um, I'll call it same approach. So overall, I don't know, man. I, I just think that this is, it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm bag biased here, but just overall, it's a, it, it's a cool, cool, cool discussion. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that, you know, coming back to what does this really show us about the market, we 500 Ether is a lot. Uh, it shows the demand for Mapon. And because of the way, you know, there was actually a delay in the release, it seemed like the flippers were just not as present. Perhaps they're all too busy at Frentech. I'm not sure. But for that reason, uh, I think it's interesting to get a sense of what the market looks like when it's not distorted by more of the, the stronger financial incentives. But let's head over to some generative art news. Um, the first story that I wanted to talk about is a, a quick one here on singular.art. These are the folks who, uh, part of the folks, part of the team behind imagine.art, which was the first and only, as far as I know, curated generative art uh, platform on ordinals so they are going to continue that mission and also show other art even ones that they don't release on their platform it's sort of a, a secondary marketplace on singular.art so you know i'm still really excited to see how the art market evolves on the bitcoin side i'm hoping that some folks who are bitcoin maxis uh, just get converted into art lovers the same way that's happened on ethereum and, and probably will continue to happen on different chains and so wanted to shout that out for folks. So you are aware of that. Take a look, follow them and see what they're up to. The next story that we can just jump right into is about uh, Glitch Marfa. And uh, actually, you know, got me honest, uh, Jared, we can talk about the, the general Marfa store, uh, the, excuse me, uh, schedule because it just came out. And a lot of folks listening are not going to be at Marfa. So you're like, why, why are you talking about this? Well, I think a lot of these are going to be broadcast online. I don't know all of them. So definitely take a look at Glitch and Art Blocks to see. Uh, and also there are exhibitions and sales. We'll talk about some, but there are exhibitions that you can pay attention to. 100 Proof is having a live podcast. Uh, there's a exhibition called Femgen Marfa. So there's a lot going on in Marfa as always. And as an announcement... 
we are going to have an event in Marfa as well. It is going to be on Friday, the, oh, what is that? The 22nd, I believe it is. Yeah, Friday, the 22nd of September from 2 to 3 p.m. local Marfa time. So it's going to be after this squiggle brunch and before this uh, Femgem, uh, 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 Femgem, which is at Glitch, uh, which is an exhibition going on there. And uh, we are going to host it at Planet Marfa. It's a really nice bar there. It has outdoor areas. You can come grab a drink um, or just grab water, come chat between and uh, to take a little rest between the different events. So for anybody in the Collector's Corner family who is out there in Marfa, check it out. We'll also tweet about it so folks remember. Yeah, come join us, man. I think this is part of what we enjoy most about this is not only bringing you guys quality content, but connecting with each of you on a, a personal level. So we would be honored if you join us. I, I would speak for both of us when I say that this is something that's like really important. So please join us if you're out there. If not, uh, shoot us a, a, an awesome DM. We just we love connecting with all of you. Absolutely. And we will link to the show notes here, the full schedule events from Art Blocks as well. So take a look, check out which one of these are going to be online and definitely uh, check out the exhibitions because you'll be able to see those. I'm really looking forward to Fem Gems and some awesome female generative artists releasing there, et cetera. Okay, let us continue. Where are we next? Uh, we're at Great Art at, at Great Prices, Jared. And this is also related to Glitch Gallery. I know we have some themes in these episodes, but Glitch Gallery has is doing something that they're calling every 30 days. So as uh, advertised, every 30 days, they are creating a poster. And uh, most of these posters qualify as Great Art at Great Prices. And you'll say, well, is the poster really art? Let's take a look at X copies. This is the first one, which is more expensive now than the rest as is most things X copy. But what they've done really well here is do play the role of a gallery. I mean, they are writing, in my opinion, art history as it's happening uh, for generative art and Web3 art. And they're connecting it back to really fantastic artists and real art history or traditional art history, I should say, how they are relating X copy here to Andy Warhol. And, and you know, I learn a lot when I read these and I think it's really just awesome that they are creating these. For each of these, they released a thousand of them or a max of a thousand, however many got minted in the month. So every month they're releasing a new one. And the one currently on release is the Chromie Squiggle. And this one was special though, because whoever, uh, one of the lucky holders of one of these thousand will win this actual Chromie Squiggle 9951, which is a really nice bold type here. Uh, and uh, these are, as you can imagine, they all sold out. They're trading on secondary. I think they're like 0.12 ETH, full disclosure, I'm a holder. I think this is cool. And on top of that, they're doing some stuff where full set holders, uh, Jared, you probably saw this. I don't know if you did. But full set holders of the first four got airdropped one of the Chromie Squiggle posters. And then full set holders of all five can go to Marfa and pick up a physical Chromie Squiggle poster signed by Snowfro himself, which uh, you and I will be grabbing, Jared. I don't know 100%. if you hear about that part. I did hear about it. And then if you aren't able to make it for Marfa and you're getting FOMO even further, you can delegate yours. I think that on the... On Twitter and then on the website, they they talk about how to delegate it. But you know, it's just it's pretty cool that you're you're able to do that. I just think it's a another unlock of like the physical to digital, how the the space is bringing value over and over again. Uh, again, in for each month when these come out, 
follow the Glitch Marfa Twitter. They talk about it. You can buy these for 0.02 ETH, right? So even though we can all talk about it, but that X copy one was 0.02 ETH at some point. So very attractive price point. I love how they're rewarding uh, set holders and, and really starting to create a community around it. It's all somebody um, tweeted about, um, I think it's Wayne, who was who tweeted about the the set holder in, is increasing, right? And and the X copy is obviously the Achilles heel to this with I think only like 332 or so of them. But overall, man, just really, really, um, I'm a huge fan of Derek, huge fan of what he's doing with Glitch. So this this is a this is a cool cool art at a uh, at a reasonable price. And it's just like really, even if you don't buy any of them, just read it, read them. It'll make you more rich in your understanding of art history and how and why some of these pieces are so coveted. You know, it's not just speculation and, and whale manipulation. There's there's real reasons for this. So that is our great art at great prices. We are going to boogie because Jared has to get out of here. Um, so I wanted to start with an exciting upcoming drop. This is the FemGen drop in Marfa. As I mentioned, a lot of fantastic female generative artists, including Emmy Cusano, uh, Anna Beller, Emily Edelman, and more. So check that out. They will be releasing work on the 27th of September, uh, but the exhibition starts on the 22nd. And the next one is I'm Feeling Lucky by Maya Mann. This is the next solo exhibition on Verse. Starts on September 14th, I believe today, yes. Um, we are having sales today. They're starting already. So um, these artworks, unfortunately, some of them might be, uh, well, how long is this auction? Uh, six hours. So, well, I guess this will be a, a release recap. Uh, apologies there, folks, but check them out. And uh, hopefully folks are, for, are able to grab them. And uh, let's just quickly hit our artist to highlight uh, mine. I just wanted to quickly highlight Matt Kane. Matt Kane is just an amazing artist. Check out his works in Super Rare. He's one of the top selling Super Rare artists. And obviously, Gazers is a top, top generative art collection. Extremely, extremely good art and uh, innovative as well. But Matt has been teasing some stuff he'll be coming out with on Twitter. So uh, give him a follow. Check out his art. See if you like it. It probably will be expensive, but on the off chance it's not, it's definitely worth collecting. Yeah. Master at color theory and everything i mean this is this is super exciting i can't wait to see what what matt releases and another what i would consider top tier artist but just wanted to highlight it man deaf beef holy cow the this artist is so innovative i just continually am enamored with not only the the innovation but the thought that goes behind every single drop you just anybody who's taken a step back and looks at it just sees the amount of innovation and consistency that uh, that he he's brought to the space. I'm I'm really looking forward to what rolls out with the bright moments mint um, and the physicals there being tied to holding you know the digital provenance, you know Chrono photos. The, you know Def Beef came to mind because Rudy Rudio was you know going into uh, and, and picking up a couple Chrono photos. Just just such so many ways to collect around uh, his art and just. I'm enamored at the thoughtfulness. He's just an incredibly thoughtful and uh, brilliant artist. I, I just love, love, love what Deft Beast's been doing, man. It, it's it's next level. You know, he sees things and connects things in ways that I don't even see, right? And and that's just refreshing and, and delightful, honestly, to to be a part of uh, the way he's thinking about the stuff. Like, I wish I could get one of those hash marks down in Patagonia. 
it's not going to happen, unfortunately. But uh, you know, honored to to be at least a, a somewhat deaf piece collector with my Corona photograph. Uh, just yeah, it, it's a pleasure to see it unfold, and I can't wait to see what he has next as well. If you haven't seen him, you got to check him out. DM us. I'm happy to to talk about his projects. He's really cool. Uh, but that's it, folks. Any parting words, Jared? Yeah, I mean, I'm, we're not kidding about Marfa, man. If if you're there, we would love it if you could spare a couple extra minutes or the whole hour to come hang out. Like, this is really meaningful to us. We're you know, peas growing, collector's corner. This is a long term play. This is legacy for for P and Astum. So, dude, really, really would love to to shake each and one of your hands and and hear about your story. So. Uh, really encourage all of you to to stop by. We would love to see you. Absolutely, absolutely. So please come if you can make it. Again, two to three p.m. local time, Planet Marfa, and uh, we'll send out some reminders and everything. That's let's it. Let's for... go, baby. Let's go. That's it. Well, and then we will see you the week after next. Hope everybody has a fantastic next couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, we'll be see you in Marfa, Jared. Yes, sir. Can't wait. All right. Take care, everybody. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice, like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have, so please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.